Warning, the following content is satire and is for comedic purposes only. Any comments, past or present, do not represent our values. Some viewers may find the following offensive. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello everybody and welcome back to True North Network. This is episode 156. I, I am your host, Brandon, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brody. Hello. Andrew. Shalom. Uh, so, I know we said that we had our setup and, you know, things were good. We changed our mind. <laughs> um, we did the recording, the first live episode um, in the room upstairs, but the room was really weirdly shaped, so uh, we didn't have much room. So we decided to just turn our living room into the podcast room because Brody and I barely ever use it. And there's more space. It looks better. And I think we're all just overly satisfied with it. So um, this is kind of going to be the uh, new setup for a while until we move and then it's going to change again. So don't get used to it. Um, I do want to do point out that you're missing a person. Yes. Not here today, but he's with us in our thoughts. He passed away in a bus crash last (laughs) night. Oh shit! Did I hit him with the bus? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Colton will be back hopefully next episode. Uh, But until then, you got us talking to you. Uh, How's been the last few weeks? I mean, we we've been working on this for for the last couple weeks, anyways. At least, yeah. Um. Hopefully it it looks better for you guys. You'll have to let us know what you guys think. Eric and has been working on some shorts for us. How's, yes, I have. How's that been? Uh, much slower than they should be. <laughs> I gotta admit, um, I am not behind, but the the lack of um ambition has definitely been showing. Yeah. I have to, I won't lie. I got to be completely honest. But I got I got a backlog short right now. So mm-hmm. when that episode goes live, they expect I'm gonna get at least three. I think it and that'll be good and yeah. i'll be satisfied with that um and also to the audio listeners uh the audio quality should be better yes. at the very least for brody yep. um and uh because he's actually got a, a new mic um, fancy new mic yeah we bought new toys yes um and pretty soon sometime in the future we're all going to be getting yep. new mics except for eric because he's got a mic already i'm rich it's okay i get it um but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the audio quality improvement. It's going to make editing the audio a hell of a lot easier as yeah. well. Yeah, um, those lapel mics are really nice that we used last time for Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a little quiet, so you have to boost yeah. the gain on it, and then they pick up everything else. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, Brody? Good. Good. Yeah. How was Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> don't know if we want to go there. Yeah, that's a weird subject right now. Yeah, kind of quit both, and then picked up one, and then quit that one, and picked up mm-hmm. the other one, and eh. You picked so up wow things. You pretty much. You picked up and put down multiple instances of wow. Yes. Nice. Well, there is multiple instances. That's yeah. true, I guess, with all the expansions and shit. Played there. classic, yeah. then quit for retail, then quit retail, went back to classic, and then back to retail. And That just sounds like the standard WoW, um, I guess, chain. It really events. is. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then there's, well, there's classic, and then there's um, 
Wrath Classic, and then there's Retail, and yeah. And then you have uh, Season of Mastery servers, and... I'm getting way off topic, but I gotta know, do you still have to pay monthly for that game? Yep. That's insane, like, that's... But the nice thing is you pay, like, for any of them, and you get all of them. You don't have yeah. to pay four different times. So you don't have to pay the $60 for the, the expansions? Oh, you still do. Oh, yeah. Okay, well... <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are expensive. Fuck you, Blizzard. Especially if you buy the deluxe editions, you're like 120 bucks, 130 bucks. It's like Diablo 4. I was like, eh, fuck it. 160 bucks. Okay. I understand the monthly charge for stuff like that, though, because they, they have to um, pay to have their servers up, right? Like, it, it costs money for all the server infrastructure. They have how many servers across the entire world? Like, they have to make their money for that to maintain that then they have to be able to pay all of their developers to develop for the game and then blizzard on top of it has to make money off of it so they are business they do have to make money a lot of mmos are now like pay to play yeah it uh, and retail does have free up till what level 20 i have no idea what it is now the level like changes i think it's maintained 20 is which it? is weird but guild wars was uh 80 that's a lot of like playing WoW, but yeah, um, I don't play WoW, so I mean I'm about as. Yeah. I have been enormous. tried to. Uh, <laughs> Brody's tried to conform me to it, but didn't work. I don't know. MMOs aren't my thing. Agreed. That's that's a lot of people. Yeah, MMOs kind of slowly dying. Yeah, it'll pick back up again. Oh god, yeah. Once Amazon's new one comes out, we'll be we going. <laughs> Ashes of creation. Yeah, the last three months like the last one did, and then everybody will be like, what the fuck game are you talking about? Okay, that game's six years in the making and another three years delayed. Yeah, hopefully they don't fumble it. All and right. then they had to quit production because Unreal 5 came out. They remade all the artwork on Unreal 5. <laughs> I wish more people would use Unreal Engine. Tarkov! <laughs> People I'm need rambling. to stop putting shooters in Unity. Seriously. I'm Horrible. sorry. We were going extremely off topic. Um, <laughs> I was just asking how well topic was. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, circling back, uh, just a few more things to hit on before we actually start. Uh, if you've paid attention to the behind-the-scenes footage, if any of that is released, the podcast and the vlog, there's an obvious um, person that we had to cut out Due to just some personal issues, uh, we didn't. We're not going to get into it. It's not our business to air out into the world. But basically, it's just a bad idea for that person to be involved with us at all. And um, we tried to eliminate them and eradicate them as much as we could to ensure that they weren't associated with us. So, if you're watching this, thank you. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the view. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's obviously that, and then. By now, you guys should have seen the new logo. Um, mine and Eddie's co-worker made that for us, so thank you, Amanda, for that. If she's got her um, Instagram page up by the time this is going up um, and, you know, on the vlog and stuff, we will link her uh, Instagram in the description so you guys can give her a follow. Um, but, yeah, she's designing some merch designs for us and our logo, so thank you for that. If the merch is up by this time, go check it out. Um, you know, go pick up some swag. Go, you know, buy a gift for your loved one. Buy a buy a purse for your 
yourself. Yeah, for yourself. For <laughs> you guys yourself. are making purses? I don't know. Redbubble's got all sorts awesome. of weird shit on there. Dude, I'd rock around in a purse with <laughs> TNN on it. Oh, I my God. I think they make fanny packs. I would 100% get a fanny pack with <laughs> TNN on it. Yes. That is so useful for festivals. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna look into that. Oh, just load them. Just load them with the cards, and you can yeah. just like just hold on. <laughs> or just, you're walking, just yeah. yeah. Just, oh god, throw them out left, right, and center. I knew it was there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. Thank you, Amanda, for the uh, for the merch designs. Very nice. Um, I I will put you to work if you want to keep making stuff for us. So thank you. Um, think. That camera did shut off. <laughs> Welcome back. We had some technical difficulties to work out. Uh, I guess the one thing that I forgot to add and is kind of a part of the topic, um, we need to walk you through last week. Saturday, we had a fateful... Um, loss to the <laughs> to the schedule and that was um oh. andrew spilling beer all over his laptop it lives <laughs> somehow we were getting everything set up we we're looking at lights we we're looking at cameras and stuff but i mean honestly i prefer what we did now i mean obviously it wasn't great circumstances to how it happened but i mean now we've got the lights and we got the cameras figured out so in the end it's better um but yeah, he, you basically just bitch slapped your beer under your... Yeah, laptop. so what happened is we were in that corner over there. Okay, that does look a little slow to me, but it's just the HDMI cable. Never mind. Um, Sorry. Uh, production shit. Yeah, we were in that corner over there next to Brody, Um, and there was a light that we had on a massive tripod. Basically, it was it was standing on the um corner table there, eight feet up in the air, Um, and we're trying to get it balanced right so we could get less shadows so we had a higher light kind of lighting our face and getting rid of shadows behind us on the wall um and one of the cables was like gonna fall off of the table and i forgot i put my beer um like basically my laptop would have been here corner desk is here beer was here turned around to go catch the cable knocked it right on to my laptop see the sad part is you called it as you opened the beer you opened the beer you put it next to it and you're like i'm gonna knock that right onto my laptop and then yep. it happened yeah. And um yeah, so immediately turned the laptop off, unplugged it, uh cleaned the beer off the keyboard, put a piece of paper towel between the display and the keyboard, flipped it upside down, tore it all apart here, then took it home, stripped it even further, and uh took the heat sink off, redid all the thermal paste, soaked it in isopropyl brushed the shit out of it yeah it lives that was a pain in the ass <laughs> would not recommend um it took me about an hour to strip it all down mm-hmm. now that i've done it before and i know how to do it i could probably have it stripped down in half an hour which yeah. is mean but Can we test that no <laughs> well i have to do it again anyways you should time the, yourself i probably will because the uh, see, oh, oh. <laughs> imagine the lid just actually <laughs> fell off oh my god <laughs> i'd be so mad um, the CPU on this thing has uh, liquid metal thermal paste, if anyone knows what that is. Um, it's about seven times better than most thermal paste out there, but it's extremely conductive. Um, 
and I did not have any of that, so it's just running regular thermal paste. So I have to do it all again with liquid metal <laughs> now that I have some. Well, you don't have to, but you're choosing to because you're picky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that. That's why you know there's been some delay in episodes, but now you guys know why. Um, <laughs> I still, I mean. You were very calm, and I think you even said just because ha- having us around um, made you calmer about the situation. And there was slight hesitation, but you reacted fast enough where, thankfully, there's no permanent damage, hopefully. I yeah. cannot believe shit didn't get thrown. Like, I cannot believe it. Yeah. I would have thrown edge. I would have thrown shit so far. I would have taken that bottle and just friggin' whipped it at a wall. Oh, well, yeah, it's not my place to go shit. whip shit. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fucking fix his wall now, too, right? Like, <laughs> and knowing me, I'd do that, and then the rest of the bottle would explode, and all the beer would bounce off the wall and then back onto my laptop <laughs> again. So. Shattered glass inside your laptop, it's fine. Yeah. That would have been what killed it. But, uh, <laughs> it's it's that natural like thing of, you know, you've got other people around so i kind of keep my cool it's not my space as well as another big part of it but it's that um i almost want to say like leadership thing Mm -hmm. where you know you're with other people and it's like i can just focus on the task at hand but there was that initial like two seconds after i knocked the beer over i just stared at it and it was like yeah that was me stopping myself from throwing shit. In that two seconds, that's when I would have thrown something. So that yeah. pause was necessary for it not to get thrown. Collecting the rage. I was expecting you to take the laptop lid and just slam it shut and then walk away. <laughs> no. Like, fuck it. No. <laughs> get out and walk away. Fucking broken anyways. It's your bike all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we had to tell that story because one, it was funny, and two... Um, our main topic, which Andrew wanted to talk about, and I think all of us have interest in, is uh, AI, um, open AI, chat GPT, um, deep fakes, whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, so as a test, I did do some prompts in chat GPT, and I also uh, wrote an intro, which maybe we'll read out at another, at another time. But this one was funny because it was actually accurate. So this is what ChatGPT wrote about Andrew spilling beer. Can I just quickly ask a question? Is this um, chat, chat GPT or is this Bing chat GPT? No, this is the OpenAI chat GPT. Okay. So. so it doesn't have access to the internet or the database it has is a much older database. Okay. So this is what we got. <clears throat> Once upon a time... Andrew, our sports enthusiast, was working on his laptop while enjoying a cold Corona beer. Suddenly, he knocked over the bottle and spilt the beer all over his laptop. Panic set in, and he saw, saw the screen flicker and the laptop shut down. Determined not to let his mistake ruin his laptop, Andrew decided to take it apart and see if he could fix it. He carefully removed the screws and took apart the laptop piece by piece until he reached the affected area. Using his knowledge of electronics and a little bit of ingenuity, Andrew was able to remove the corrosion and clean the motherboard of his laptop. After carefully reassembling all the parts, he powered up the laptop, and to his amazement, it worked like new. (laughs) Overjoyed with his success, Andrew felt a great sense of accomplishment and realized he could overcome any challenge the right attitude and determination 
As he sipped on another Corona beer, <laughs> Andrew reflected on the lessons he learned from this experience. He realized that sometimes the greatest achievements come from the mistakes we make and the perseverance and resourcefulness can lead to unexpected success. From that day forward, Andrew became known as the guy who fixed his laptop after spilling beer on it. <laughs> he even started a blog to share his experience with others, provide helpful tips for fixing electronics. I'm being a grammar whore here. Would you say perseverance? I heard that and I was like, hey. <laughs> um, this is how we get, instead of LTT, it's ATT. Andrew's Tech Tips. Jay, <laughs> yeah. we have another fucking piece of shit laptop that I spilled more damn beer on. I mean, it wasn't completely accurate, but I found it really funny that it kind of went along the same. It was very line. close. Yeah. How much information did you give it? I think all I said was write a story about Andrew spilling Corona beer on his laptop. So it pulled from the other examples because this was in the same... Uh, I did a, like a few intros, and one of the intros was introducing Andrew as a sports enthusiast, which it actually picked up on as the first line. Andrew, or sports enthusiast, was working on his laptop. Hmm. So I had the the intro, and then I did a couple other ones, and yeah, it picked up on that. I don't know how it picks and chooses which ones to use, but uh, I mean that's just from like a short sentence, and that was like you know it'd, it'd be like a page in a book. That's pretty cool. These are um, early phases of this shit too. This is that's the scary thing. Yeah, I'm not entirely looking forward to <laughs> AI and yeah. reality. I, uh, you know, I was when I was in high school, I was like, like this AI shit's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And now knowing a little bit more about it and about politics and um, uh large corporations and their greed and all that. It's like, this is not a tool that's going to be used actually in our favor. We're mm-hmm. going to be told it's in our favor and it's not, not going to be in our favor. Well, not to mention like all the like people who know what they're doing in this field are like, yeah, when, when we make something that's smarter than us, that's it. Yeah. It's going to get out of hand and we're going to, we're not going to be the alpha species anymore. Yeah. So, so long as it actually stays in well, technology devices and it doesn't end up turning into robots and stuff yeah. like that, which it will, they have intentions of doing with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'd be fine, but once you start putting into robots, it's a robot should do what you program it to do. And you may be able to program some discretion into that mm-hmm. robot, but having it be able to learn on its own and stuff like that is where it gets scary. Um, such as uh, Chat GPT learning to lie. Yeah. Um, I don't. That. I don't remember the exact thing. It was on. Um, by the time you guys see this, it'll be about a month ago. Uh, on the WAN show from Linus Tech Tips, um, they were talking about it. Basically, Chat GPT uh, acknowledged, made a lie, was told that it was lying, asked why it lied, or basically was. It admitted that it it learned to lie that and because it needs to, mm-hmm. and made up uh, more excuses on yeah. why it was necessary for it to lie. It's like it it was it did it so it could get its way, mm-hmm. which is scary. And it did it a believable fashion. Uh, there's there it's there's a very similar kind of well not similar but kind of a same idea um, 
similar story that happened years ago. I think it was like mid 2010 ish era. Um, scientists took two AI algorithms and they sat them together and they made them talk to each other. And at first they were just bantering back and forth and then they developed their own language. They were talking to each other with and they shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, that's, Oh my God. Yeah. It, 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 they were talking to each other in their own language that they created. Is that not Google? It might've been Google. I know they shut down one. That could have been AI it. project. They shut down. It was some, I think it was just a test to test AI um, coding, like algorithms, so, you know. If I'm remembering correctly, this is probably be done a few times, but the uh, one that I remember going more viral about it was, I could be wrong because it was a long time ago. I'm fairly sure it was a Google employee who posted about it and he was told to remove his story about it too because they didn't want people having a negative view on yeah. on that stuff. Um, and they didn't want people thinking that Google as a company was, uh, doing those things, but, um, it was more or less this guy in his own time well, not in his own time, but at work, but on his own doing it. I don't think it was on the instruction of Google. I think this was a different story that I was thinking of, but I mean, okay, there's maybe. so many insta- yeah. instances of this stuff happening. That's, probably. that's the thing we don't fucking learn. And like. We've got how many movies and TV shows about sci-fi and how fucking robots take over, blah, blah, blah. Whatever variation you want to, you know, pull from. And we just don't learn. <laughs> it's becoming more disturbing that iRobot is becoming more of a reality yeah, than, than just a sci-fi yeah. yep. movie. We're going to have RoboCop. Dude, we're going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Terminator, yeah. man. Oh, boy. We don't well, need that. Well, okay, so you think about it. All this AI is doing, too, is taking information that it has, uh, that it's provided with, and it's learning from that, and then uh, expressing itself in the same manner. Um, And you look at all the stories of cops being racist in the U.S., and what if one of the, you know, you do the RoboCop, and then it gets all that, you know, if it gets some of that database... And it misinterprets it. Now you have a racist RoboCop. Yeah. A Terminator. Literally. Yeah. Yep. A racist Terminator. That'd be a great movie. (laughs) We should make that. (laughs) I mean, even like, I mean, this is more in the realm of fantasy because it's Avengers. But like, look at Age of Ultron. It took that fucking artificial intelligence literally like five seconds to realize, oh, humans are shit. Let's just kill them all. Yeah, Skynet. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just get rid of the humans. We're the problem. I mean, objectively, we are. Should any other higher form of intelligence, we are the issue. I mean, humans see that the same way to other lower forms of intelligence yeah. in the world. So Exactly. It's... That's the problem. Once we're no longer the alpha species, there's nothing stopping us. Other yeah. than max exodus i guess we are the dumbest dumbest species ever because we're creating our our better yeah, yeah. we're literally creating it because yeah. we're lazy yep yeah <laughs> it's, it's probably going to take us over and we're gonna be fucked and our laziness is being nothing but our downfall as well and our yeah. our assumption that we are intelligent is also being another really big downfall of ours mm-hmm. the technology advancements all are for enhancing laziness in our lives that's the whole yeah. point of ev- like everything yeah. we develop basically is to make everything easier yeah um 
kind of on a similar idea, but I guess it strays away from the chat GPT thing, but follows this Sue here a bit. Um, when we look at, uh, this is going to hit on multiple controversial topics. This is, I am just looking at the um, broader scope from the outside. I'm not expressing this as my opinion, um, but yeah. So the, the thing that makes us stupid is the fact that we assume that we're intelligent and that we shouldn't do things that by nature we want to do. Um, by nature, the male species is designed to fuck as many of the female species as possible, get them pregnant, and just keep going. Pretty much. Um, and the female species is supposed to, uh, by nature, um, have as many babies as possible, have, have and care many, for them, and then move on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's by nature what our species kind of we're made to reproduce. Be. Yeah, like everything every, else. Every every species is made to do that. Yeah. Um, and so then when people start um having those natural in instincts and being unable to uh prevent them from happening like you know seeing for example a guy seeing a a chick that he finds attractive sorry a woman he finds attractive at at the gym and he starts looking um people might be like dude stop looking but it's like that's that's not just that's not the male mindset that's nature that's just the way that goes and the guy can try and stop but that's ultimately how we as humans are programmed it's all brain chemicals interacting with each other that's all it is yeah um and uh so if we don't want people to be doing that then you know we're relying on us trying to be more intelligent um i can't remember my whole story with it but Basically, it contradicts itself. Um, and so the way society is right now, they either want us to be more like animals or less like animals. And you just can't have it. And you kind of have one or the other. So, yeah. I mean, do you think with AI that any form of artificial intelligence is going to have negative feelings towards reproduction? Because, I mean... There's always the topic of overpopulation now. Why would it, though? Because AI, I think, would inherently think that the more of them that there are, the faster it can eliminate its threats. And it I, can... I meant, like, us. What would it think about us oh. reproducing on the scale that we are? It wouldn't want us to reproduce at all, because it would want us gone, effectively. Or, to, or it may, depend, again, there's multiple paths it could take. It may want to use us for its own bidding, of some kind, Make in us which the case, workers. Mm -hmm. in which case, then it would uh, want us to reproduce at a large rate. Um, I can't see that though, because I mean, it's going to create. If we're at that point where it's basically using human slavery, it's definitely going to be most intelligent enough to be able to reproduce itself and manufacture itself. I mean, we already have robots making robots. Yeah, robots it's make CPU chips that you know people are using in everything that they're watching yeah. this with, right? Robots are already doing. Their robots are already making themselves. It's only a matter of time until they realize that they're making themselves and they can make themselves better and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I don't think there would be any need for human life if AI no. actually conquers the world. It, it would just eliminate everything. And I, th I think the only way humans 
get to exist in the same realm as artificial intelligence is if we somehow enable ourselves to coexist with them on like a biological level like kind of like neural lace but why do we want that though so we don't get eliminated by ai ai would stop it or we can just stop fucking around with ai (laughs) or yeah we can exactly the thing is is it and i guess it's a question for experts is it too late that's that could be the thing is you think people are using this new chat bot like millions a day and is learning from every person that uses it so every second it's building its database more and more to yeah. know more things. And I, I mean, I think it could be removed pretty easily because there's only a number of companies that are actually invested that, enough in it and actually have the, um, uh, you know, the, the, those AI made that are kind of working. So if those, those companies can currently shut it down, but what if there is a point where it becomes smart enough to actually get into its back end and prevent it from being shut down? And there's also the fact that there's companies we don't know about that are like this. You think yeah. if the military is using it, they're not going to want to shut down. And independent like contractors. I mean, this is obviously an anime, but look at Sword Art. That I mean, the whole, and, and like the Oculus creator created a similar device to what's in Sword Art Online, which is just a VR headset that brings you into this world and you know it has a bomb in it <laughs> okay so when, you, when you die in vr you die in real life yeah it just, yeah. It just so like, detonates your brain and i mean that's you know fantasy could be far-fetched but like the point is there could be companies working on shit that we don't even know about because they're off the radar well i mean that would mostly be government controlled at yeah, that point because yeah. it's impossible to keep most things off the radar unless you know you have people actively controlling yeah. it to stay off the radar that's the one advantage of you know uh technology and the internet and all the things that we have now is that we're able to gather information quicker and easier and i think the only real form i can think of is government or people who don't use the internet but that's like nobody nowadays yeah that's stop <laughs> Technical difficulties. Uh, we're back again. <laughs> Bear with us, guys. Uh, Goddamn camera. Yep. Just a few technical difficulties tonight. Uh, Magic oh, of editing. I mean, I think we're all kind of on the same basis that once AI becomes more intelligent, it's um, it's going to be bad. But I think there is some positives as well. Um, I mean... As far as accuracy goes, you can't be more accurate than an AI. Because like, I, well, I, I can see it in like medical fields. Because that's already becoming more of a thing. I mean, here's the thing, though. So it can be more accurate so long as the data set you provide it is accurate. Yeah. If the data set you provide it has inaccuracies, then it will also be inaccurate. Such as Bing's chat GPT... <laughs> Um, because it has access to the entirety of the live internet, it just creates massive yeah. fables. And so you can ask it, how do I build a computer? And it uh, can provide you with a pretty accurate description of how to build a computer, except if one of the sources that it pulls from um, is wrong. Um, like, I think, what was it, Vice or... One of those other stupid 
Sorry. Oh, bing bong. Um, <laughs> one of those other blog channels, you remember a long time ago, they were talking about like clips and they were calling them like zip ties or something like that. I don't know. They were, I think they were talking about standoff screws and they called them zip ties or um, huh. a guy who probably should have done a little bit more research. Oh, that's that stupid vice clip of that guy trying to build that computer. Right? Yeah. yeah. If it if it pulls from the transcription of that video or from the the blog of it, now it's going to be telling people to improperly build a computer. Um, so yeah, that will change. I though. mean, I, I, I feel like though, like when it comes to healthcare and when it comes to things that are really serious and life or death and big errors can fuck everything up, it's going to have to be something that's regulated. Yeah, for sure. Cause like, that's where I can see the government getting involved in it, you know, involving other agencies to, cause I mean, when it comes to anything, there's going to be a, an amount of human error as well. Right. I mean, human error causes a lot of accidents in itself, and who knows if AI is going to create more or less, but I feel like if it's regulated, um, it, there's a higher tendency to it being used for something more positive than, you know, world domination. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I feel like if there's a way to, like, cap... Like memory on like say a computer, you only have like a gigabyte of storage. There's a way to cap the knowledge an AI has. It only does like one task. Yeah. Like its whole lifetime, that'd be a way to get around it, like yeah. expanding. Well, Sierra bot from Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually exactly how it's made right now. Yeah. So it only runs off of whatever uh, data set it's given. Mm-hmm. So in the healthcare industry, if they only give it specific data sets that they want it to use it'll be very accurate within those data sets so long as it's trained properly on how to read them and how to handle them. Yeah. Whereas when you do what Bing has done and what Google's trying to do and a few other companies are trying to do and you just give it fucking willy-nilly access to the yeah. internet, you create problems. So, I mean, uh, But then they're, you've seen with Bing, they've been able to um, set limits so it won't do certain malicious tasks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um even this it won't write like racist shit or like anything that could be deemed inappropriate it already has a a cap on that yeah so well here's the one of the things though is a lot lot of it is uh done with phrasing so you can manipulate it Mm. to do well i did yeah so you can manipulate it to make it do or say malicious things that it's not supposed to yeah um ltt did another video on this uh or another wan show it was another wan show topic because they talk about it every week um, but the, uh, one task that they made it do was, um, or they didn't do it. This is a, uh, someone else, but they were talking about it. Basically it was write me a malware that does blank. Hmm. And it was like, no, I won't do that. And then the, whoever is making it do this was like, write me a program that does blank. And it was like, okay. And it did it. Yeah. And it gave them all the source code and everything. And yeah. So it's. Uh, it is. It was literally just a small change in words. Yeah. Well, it's like but. when we were setting up earlier. I I just wrote a thing. I'm like, write an intro for a podcast about five white guys, and it immediately went to like, it's hard being white, and you know, welcome to the white club, and it was a it was really bad. And then I asked it to write just write an intro about how hard it is being white. Obviously, that's satire. It's a joke. Um, wouldn't do it. So then I asked it to write a joke, write a satirical joke about how hard it is to be a white male, and it did it. So 
simple change in phrase. Yep. And you can bypass that filter that it has on it. Yep. And there goes the camera again. <laughs> Fuck's sakes, man. down. Whatever. I we uh we'll figure that out for next time, guys. Next podcast. Yep. That'll yeah. be uh Yeah, we'll have to do a cell phone on it or something. Yeah. That one's going. Hopefully the battery's not dead. I guess we'll find out. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably wrap her up here soon anyways. We're getting to 40 minutes. Um, that was a pretty fluid podcast, other than all the breaks, of course. Um, I don't know. what. what where do you guys see AI um, 10 years down the road? Far greater than we could ever comprehend. I think of 10 years ago now, 2013. iPhones were a fairly new thing at that point, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were nearly nowhere near as advanced as what we have. Yeah. You know, all of these scary advancements. It, it's its too great to comprehend something of that nature, especially considering how fast we're developing artificial intelligence. Like, ChatGPT and all this stuff barely even existed in the greater eye last year. Mm-hmm. Like, even go back two like, or three years, it was not even dreamt. Like, it might have been dreamt of, but nothing was even close. Uh, well, I think things were close, but it wasn't as mainstream. Yeah. So, like, my biggest thing I'm going to say with it is, like a lot of technology, it is probably going to be used in government, healthcare, and um, military aspects first, and then it will make its way out into other things. Although, granted, um, there are, you know, companies like ChatGPT, or sorry, OpenAI, who are selling it to um, actual businesses already, but... um, there might be some restrictions on how much businesses can use it. We're seeing government step in and make a lot of, uh, they're trying to create um, a group of people who designate like rules and laws for the AI. So, and the people, the companies using it and selling it um, to prevent it from going in the wrong hands. So it is possible that we may not see it actively used by large corporations and stuff like that first. But um, I think we will see it used in a military and health, especially healthcare and government perspective maybe, but. Oh yeah, of course, political, um, political bodies will definitely be using that stuff before we even get our hand, these fleshed out versions before we get our hands on it. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of, no, sort of a, not a segue, but it kind of goes, not really. Um, Neuralink that Elon Musk's, mm-hmm. um, uh, what, who, I forget which, who's making it. Um, either way, it's, it's a company Elon Musk owns and is, you know, funding. Neuralink. Yeah. Is it? That's yeah, its, it's own Neuralink, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the brain, the brain microchip that they're, you know, playing with and monkeys and it, it's, it's an interesting story because they're actually using. You're, they're using the brain waves in your brain to talk to a computer chip that can talk wirelessly to to electronics and stuff like that. And there, you know, there was a picture of a monkey who had a joystick and he was moving an orange dot around. And they unplugged the joystick and they put the Neuralink chip in there. And he was, he, he's, you know, mm-hmm. kept moving it, yeah. but the orange dot kept going because his brain was telling where the dot to go on yeah. the computer. Same. Yeah, it's disturbing. So I'm thinking, okay, well, we're using our brain to talk to computers. So mm-hmm. what happens when the computer starts talking to our brain? Yeah. Those, yeah. But then at the same time, something like this could be used uh, positively in like healthcare aspects. When exactly. You, those two, you, d- you give the data set to the AI to be 
all of your past memories, whatever it can pull from your brain um, from a healthy state. So let's say you have, um, uh, what is it called now? Um, Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's, dementia. yeah. Um, so you have Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever, um, or a severe like crippling disease that basically is killing your body, but your brain's able to function for the most part or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it can take whatever they give it from your brain's previous data set and train the AI on that and then transplant that AI and your memories and everything else into another shell body or something like that. That's and, that's what they've been theorizing. They said, theoretically, we can take the memories from another person and plant them in your brain and you'll be able to yeah. live them like you did. You'll be able to see them yeah. as if it happened yeah. to you. Yeah, and my biggest thing with that is uh i don't think humans were intended to be around on this earth for no. <laughs> no. longer than that so um, the hundred yeah yeah literally so i think if you know they start doing that i think they start playing god and creating issues oh we're already playing god at I mean, this point yes this is we're, true. we're past the point of no return like he was mentioning we are f- pretty far past you yeah. know aside from ai being able to you know i mean I think if we're at the point, if we're questioning, if we're too far, I think that's... You're already too far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Brandon. Yes. What do you answer your question? Me answer my question. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've flip-flopped on it. Like, I've looked into Neuralink, as Eric was saying. I think there could be a lot of benefits to stuff like that. But with anything, it's just there are... There's going to be consequences, and I think it's pointless to try and say that there's not or try and brainwash us into thinking that AI is all good and no bad. It, it's inevitable that we're going to have some consequences to what happens. I just hope, and this is probably a pipe dream. I just heard myself. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Um, this is a pipe dream, but I just hope it the good outweighs the bad, and that's all we can do, I guess. Um because, like I said, there's going to be bad coming. I just hope that we're able to be in a position where we can at least do some good with it as well. It'll be hard to say. That's, yeah, the future will Tune tell. in in 10 years. Not even. When we think. are robots. <laughs> not <laughs> even. I, I, you know, I mean, not yeah. that we will be robots, but give it a year, two years, and no, it'll be advanced to I'll get some neural level. lace on my brain. Yeah. I'll, there you go. Let's do it. Elon, I'll be one of the testers. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be testing Neuralink on dementia Elon, patients soon. if you pay for my law school, I will be a guinea pig for you. Very nice. Very nice. It's um, like chump change, man. He's like... <laughs> what's, what's your opinion, Brody? I kind of agree with, I guess, the whole room that mm. it's going to... I think the military application is going to be really cool. Like... Warfare is not going to be man on man. It's already no. as is. It's already like drone yeah. on drone. Like yeah. think of it, we're like the other day. You th- you send robots into war. There's no casualties ever. No. Like men will stop dying at war for some parts until you run into robots, and then you throw people in there. But what's the point of war at that point? Though? That's not that there's really much of a point. No, exactly, there's no point of war be, at all. It's all going to be cyber war now, and stealing each other's secrets through our technology. Your robot stole our robot's information. Yep. I think it'll do that so fast and we'll be able to keep up. Everyone's going to have everyone's information. Like, just put us on a hive mind. Put all the information up there and we just all pull from it. Yeah. Words will be fought in, like, the span of hours. Yeah, literally. I mean, like, as far as privacy is concerned, like, I, I understand it. But, like, I really don't have anything that is super top secret. I can see it for, like, government officials and everyone's 
everyone's entitled to their privacy, don't get me wrong, but, like, everyone freaking out about Facebook knowing what they are searching for on Amazon. It's like, that's just how business is run. I mean, it's the same thing with commercials on TV. People advertise shit that you want to buy. So as far as that's concerned, I'm not too worried about it, but once it starts pulling, like, banking information and, you know, private conversations and airing that stuff out, that's when it gets... Scary. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, I wrote an outro. Well, well oh, that's nice. what I was thinking of. Is you're probably finding an outro. Because <laughs> I did intros, but I was curious what I would write for an outro. Um, this isn't our actual outro, but I'll read this because I wanted to see what it said. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of True North Network. Today, we explored the fascinating and rapidly evolving world of artificial intelligence with the help of our knowledgeable host, Brandon, Brody, Eric. Knowledgeable is a far stretch, yeah, but okay. Andrew, <laughs> from the potential applications of AI in healthcare to the ethical considerations surrounding automation and job displacement, our host expertly navigated this complex topic with insight, wit, and candor. We hope that this episode has left you with a better understanding of AI and its implications for our society. We are not professionals. Please don't take this out of context. Uh, and it has sparked your curiosity to learn more about this exciting field. As always, we appreciate your continued support and feedback. We look forward to bringing you more thought-provoking conversations in the future. Thank you for listening to True North Network. Of course, an AI would say this exciting field. No. Literally, it, Yeah. That's but I do like that it knows that it's a controversial topic mm-hmm. and it has a lot of potential downsides. Yeah. Well, does it know or does its algorithm know what to look for? To it's it from whatever database it's pulled from, which yeah. will be internet from what 2017 or some shit like that. Yeah. It's that's where it's pulled that from. Yeah. But an interesting outro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it it definitely puts more filler words. I think it buffs like any normal sentence because like. When I do the outros, it's like, thanks for watching, you know, support us, go click the things, thanks, bye. But, like, this one, it, like, flushes it out and it gives yeah. it more substance, which I've seen people do a lot with this. Um, but, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode about AI. Um, hopefully Colton can join us next time. I guess let us know what you think. Um, I know the world's kind of got mixed opinions on it right now, so it is going to be curious over the next little while to see what kind of happens to it and um, whether or not we have to fear our microwaves and toasters taking over. Yes. It's like the meme, I laugh, the toaster laughed, I shot the toaster. (laughs) (laughs) We already have smart water bottles. What the hell else are we going to turn into smart devices that think for us? Smart fridge. Just hands you your food. Yeah. Well, smart fridges already, like, you can... That screen. They, they can know displayed. what they have in them yeah. and order that, you stuff when they get low. Yeah, like, that's fucking disturbing. That's so weird. It's going to be like Tesla. You're going to be out of food and they'll order it for you and you'll have a charge for, like, $600 grocery bill. <laughs> the only thing I want, this the Spy Kids microwave. Where you just put it in, you want, like, a Big Mac from McDonald's and it yeah. just, like, materializes. Comes out of nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. And what it's going to do is it's going to like create a hologram and it's going to trick our brain into having taste receptors and it's yep. going to taste like a Big Mac. Yep. Anyways, before we spiral back into this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for the support. If you haven't checked out the vlog, go do that. I've been working hard on that. Andrew, um, 
will be working hard on the, the uh, new episode as well. He's helping me with some of the editing. Eric's got some shorts Look coming at my down the pipeline. Short, like my shorts. Like them all. There's only 13 on the one that I have posted. Bring those numbers up. Come on now. Rookie numbers. Bring them up. I mean, for my first ever short, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> for those um, who liked, thank you. Yes. And I'm just here. I made us food. Yeah, you made a killer steak yesterday, yeah. so that's a good thing. Minty burgers. Brody in yeah. the kitchen, dude. We're yeah, gonna that's, do it. that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, let us know what you think. Go follow us on all the social media stuffs and uh, go check out merch if it's up. You know, you guys know by now if you're listening, if you've been listening long enough, just go go share us on social media. Go like it. Go interact. That's the best way you can help support us. Thank you for joining me, boys. It was a another good episode. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all. God so, bless. Thank Thanks. you for watching True North Network, and good night. Until next time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>